today, our foundation scripture for our series, Already Loved, is this. So hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us, for God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. That's the Amplified. Now let me read it out of the Passion. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy, because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And I don't need to be simple, but can I be simple? Now here's the reason I'm simple is because my mind is simple. All right, does anybody else, you just needs things just simple. Hey, little brother, will you bring me, uh, would you bring me my milk out of the refrigerator, please? Because I need stuff just where I can make it simple. So when it says that, that his love has been poured out, I put this in a Ziploc so people know I'm, you know, not bringing dirty dishes up here. His love has poured out. Anybody eat cereal in here? All right, so his love has been poured. Anybody eat Frosted Flakes? This is dangerous right here. Because I could finish this box. <laughs> bring it up. Yeah, bring that sticker up here too. Now, I went and got this at Albertson. They said, do you want your milk bagged? And I said, thank you, little brother. I said, no, you know, you just, so they put a sticker on it. I was like, who in the world is stealing bur- a milk that we got to put stickers on it? But they put a sticker on it. So, I'm sorry, who else? Did somebody say that they like frosted flakes? Okay, meet anybody else? Now, you got to tell me what's better. Is it the cereal or the milk afterward? Which is it? Yes, I agree. So, is it the cereal or the milk afterwards? So, my mind thinks in simple terms. So, when it says that in, in Romans 5 that... His love has been poured out in our lives by the Holy Spirit. Does this help anybody other than me? This milk is being poured out over this. Now, how many of you like a little bit of milk? My pleasure. Yeah, yeah, thank you, (laughs) Betty. Now, I have to tell you this. This might explain why I'm still single. Is that I haven't changed. I got a new phone and I haven't changed Siri to a man's voice because I hate a woman telling me what to do. (laughs) Some of y'all are like, that is the reason. (laughs) All right. Does it help anybody to see that that this milk has been poured out over this cereal? Does that make sense? I hope. So when it says that the Holy, let me get a little bit, how many like a lot of milk? Now here's my deal. I like a lot of milk because when I'm done with this cereal and there's still milk there, (laughs) yeah, you know where I'm going, and there's still milk there, you got to pour a little more cereal in there. You got to balance that out. So, you know, about half the box is gone and we've had one cereal setting. (laughs) So like I said, I need things simple. So when it says that it's been poured out in my life, that's how it happens. Nothing that's too weird or overwhelming that the love of God has been poured out in our lives. So let's go to 2 Timothy. This is new this week. For God will never give you a spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you power, mighty power, love and self-control. And I pulled this in the Amplified as well. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving or cringing or fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Now I like the Amplified because it it takes the Greek and expounds it. Your first fill-in is love designed you to be fearless. 
I will be the first to admit, Jacob, that I'm not fearless all the time. But any time that I am operating in fear, I'm operating, at, operating outside of love. Because this love has been poured out in my life and the product of this love is that love designed me to fear, be fearless. Love designed me to be confident. What were you? Some of you all are still in school. When I was in school, I had this much confidence. Now this is gonna be hard to believe, but I had hair then <laughs> and I was skinny. Yeah, you believe, I got that licked. <laughs> we, we took care of skinny quick. <laughs> and so I remember a friend from high school messaging me on Facebook and just a guy that was very, very popular and, you know, saw each other on Facebook. And I said, uh, his name was Shelby. I said, Shelby, you always were kind to me. And I said, I, I kind of felt like a wallflower in high school, but we were in middle school and high school, but you were kind to me. He said, I don't know about you being a wallflower, but I did, I felt like a wallflower. Have any of you not lacked confidence? Love designs you to be confident. Confidence says that I trust what God is doing in my life. That didn't mean, and trust comes when I don't know. If I know what he's doing, then I don't need any trust. But when I don't know what he's doing, then love inside of me says, you are working out something in my life today. That confidence says, God knows what he's doing with me. Is anybody else in here prayed a prayer? God, what are you doing in my life? God, what is going on in my life? God, could anything get worse? No, <laughs> I mean, the prayers that we pray, but love says, God, I may not know what you're doing in my life, but I know you're doing something good in me. Just like love has been poured in our hearts, the Holy Spirit has been poured into my life. Now, if we back up back there to where it says that the love of God has been poured into our life by the Holy Spirit, I don't mean to be deep, I'm a simple man. Who poured this milk in here? Everybody's like, Jesus? <laughs> That's what the little kids do in the kids' church. Who was, uh, who was uh, the mother of Jesus? Jesus. That works. Okay. <laughs> Not spiritual. It was me. You saw me. So when it comes to our lives, that, have, that the love of God has been poured in our lives, the Holy Spirit, not the milk, the Holy Spirit poured out his love in your life. So let me make a kind of a leap here. Do you know how valuable you are that God sent the Holy Spirit to pour his love over you? That you're already loved. That I am well equipped for everything that I need in my heart. Don't raise your hand, but have you ever felt ill-equipped? Have you ever felt like you didn't have the emotional stamina, that you didn't have the personal ability, that you didn't have uh, the uh, significance or the influence? We all have. But the love of God says that I'm well-equipped and what I'm equipped with is already inside of me. I'm already loved. You're already loved. 
Everything that you need is already residing on the inside of you. Let's go to Philippians. Philippians uh, 1.6 in the uh, Passion says, I pray with great faith for you because I am fully confident that the one, God, who began a glorious work in you will faithfully continue the process of maturing you and will put his finishing touches to it until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. God right now, and this is proof, God right now is working on the inside of us that love will fulfill every hope and dream that's already in my heart. Once again, don't raise your hands, but if you ever had like an awareness of what God put in your heart and it scares the fire out of you, have you ever had awareness of what you think God is wanting you to do with your life and you're like saying, this is impossible for someone like me? And God is saying that his love has already put on the inside of you what you're meant to do. Every hope and dream was placed in my life by love, was placed in our lives by love. Every hope and dream. Here's the cool thing about hopes and dreams is that they unfold that they don't all happen just at once, that they unfold in a tapestry of what God is doing in our lives. And little by little, does anybody need fill-ins? I know that we haven't asked. Does anybody need fill-ins? Can we pass out fill-ins real quick? We got fill-ins up here, I think. Thank you, Jacob. Can, if you need a fill-in, raise your hands. I forgot to ask that at the beginning. That every hope and dream has been placed there in love. Love is working out the details of my life right now. Hey, have you gotten any better at this bed? You wanna come try it real quick? Come try it real quick. You think he's got any better? Does anybody have any tips for him on what to do? With the quickness, man, we gotta go home at eight. <laughs> Give it a try. Not too bad, you're getting better at it. You're getting better. Oh no. Try it again, try it again real quick. Ah, oh, good, good. You like that, huh? Nice and comfy. Good at it, good at it. All right, good deal. Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, thank you, little brother. Does anybody have any tips for him? Huh? Don't roll. Don't roll. All right, that's a good one. In 1 John, I like this one in 1 John. It says, one of my favorites, those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another because God is love. I know, I know what's, is that, who's out there thinking, is this getting soggy? <laughs> who wants this? <laughs> who gets soggy? Does anybody want it? <laughs> Come on, little brother, you can have it. He's, he's on, he's on. I, know, I, just, I just realized nobody's listening to me. They're all watching that cereal. This was me outside of, of Bucky's the other day when we were waiting on people. <laughs> people watching like crazy. Start over. Those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another because, here's the definition. Are you ready? Because God is what? Love. He defines himself. Is he good? Yeah. Is he majestic? Absolutely. Is he powerful and wonderful in all his ways? Without a doubt. But he defines himself right here in Philippians and he says, I 
am, or first John, I am love. And everyone whose love is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. Here it is in the next verse. Those who don't love, doesn't love yet, let me start over. The one who doesn't love has yet to know for God, he defines himself again, for God is love. He's a lot of things. More than, more than my mind will ever fully comprehend. The word of God says that in ages to come, he'll unfold it. But I know one thing defines him, and that is love. So love defines, God defines his own role in every part of my life. Here's our problem. We try to make our place in him. And that's not really how it works. He's made his place in us and we live from that place. So when he declares himself, I am love, and then we go back to, I got rid of my cereal so it wouldn't get soggy, that his love has been poured out into my life by the Holy Spirit. He defines himself as being poured into every part of our lives. Now I won't, once again, I don't mean to go deep, but which flakes of cereal were not covered by milk? Does anybody have a, it's not a trick question. Which flakes were not covered by milk? All of them were. No flake of, no flake of, of uh, frosted flakes said, I'm, I'm going to abstain from love today. <laughs> not today. What parts of our lives think that they are uninfluenced or untouched or unmoved by God's love. What a thought that he poured himself out. That every part of our existence, every part of our lives has been covered, has been poured over by the love of God that I am being crafted by love right now. I think I'm jumping ahead, but let me say this right here. Could you, don't raise your hand, could you pick out your faults right now? See, all like, mm, easy, <laughs> easy task, Jonathan. Could you see, listen closely here, could you see every part of your life covered in love? Every part? Even the unlovely parts, Jonathan. Even the parts I'm not proud of, even the parts I struggle with, even the parts that are challenged. Could you see every part of your life covered in love? In Matthew, this is uh, Jesus speaking right here, and I love this. Jesus speaking, and he says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your soul. Now, let me, let me point out something because you probably have heard this scripture before. Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened 
and are, who labor heavy laden and overburdened. Once again, don't raise your hand, but have you ever been overwhelmed? Let me help you with something. First, it's not from the Lord. Second, that's to try to influence and affect the love of God that's been poured over your life. Can, let me show you here. That love will cause you to rest, listen to this, in who you are. Have you ever prayed a prayer, God changed me? It's a good prayer to pray. Have you ever prayed, God make me, uh, make me different than I am? Yes, that's a good prayer to pray. Make me what you want me to be. Yes, that's a good prayer to pray. But that's like the cereal telling the milk, when you get around to it, milk, I want you to cover me with yourself. <laughs> and if you were like me and I made a mess up here, I, just, I, I didn't ask the flakes. I didn't ask the ones on to the right or to the left. I just started pouring it everywhere. And so it is with the love of God. That his love reaches to every single part of our lives, the parts that we think we're good at, the parts that we don't think, the parts that we think God is moving in, the parts we think that we still struggle in, that the love of God makes its way to every single part of our life and declares that love is crafting you right now and your job is to rest. That there are too many people trying to be something that they're not. What do you mean, Jonathan? You have to ask the question. Are you in a place where you just are loved? I have to ask myself that. Are you in a place where you're just loved? Not always. Then you're trying to be something you're not. Am I, am I at a place where, where I don't like who I am? You, you ask that question, but you're outside of love because love reaches every single part of our life. But you're already loved. That there is something else, uh, that trying to be something else will wear you out. Let me take the antithesis of this really quickly. Some people are running like crazy from the things of God and they are wearing themselves out. Some people are trying so hard to be pleasing to God that they are wearing themselves out. Now that would seem extremes. But the person that just simply says, God, I need your love in every part of my life is the person that he's working in and through. That love will cause, love will cause you to pursue nothing else than what he is. If you'll play gyra for me, I'm gonna close here. Let me read you one last thing. Hey, little brother, do you want to try this bed one more time? With a quickness, little brother. Let me read you this. Oh, he's going to try it. Now, does anybody have any, any? So this time, little brother, I want you to follow my direction, all right? So get in there. Oh, get, get out real quick. Get out real quick. Get out real quick. Okay. Okay, get in there. Get in there. Okay, and wrap that around you. Stay in the center. Don't move toward the edge. Are you comfortable? Yes. It's nice and comfy, isn't it? So what if, and I'll tell you the story in a minute if you weren't here last week. So what is he not doing? He's not trying to move his way left and right to and from, but he has found the center 
of the comfortable place, the place of rest. So thank you, little brother. Give Landon a hand. He's quite the ham. Listen to this last one. I'm not telling. If you did not see the Christmas production with him, go look it up. It's amazing. I'm not telling you this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be satisfied in every circumstance. That you, are you satisfied with your life? Answer that in your heart. Are you satisfied with your life? That love finds full contentment, this is powerful, in the moment. You know why we're not satisfied with our lives? Because we never live in today. I live into what I should be down the road. I live into what people might do down the road. I live in where I could be down the road. And I never live fully in today that love learns to love the moment. If there's anything we should craft, it's learning how to love the moment. This is a little off topic, but do you know why there's so many angry Karens in the world? <laughs> because they haven't learned to love the moment. When we get bent out of shape because somebody gets our order wrong at the restaurant, we have not learned how to love the moment. <laughs> love loves the moment. That love trains wayward thoughts to get in their place. If you've had wayward thoughts just like I have, love, knowing I'm in that love, knowing that it's been poured out in every part of my life, that love trains wayward thoughts to get back into the bowl, to get back into the love, be covered by it. And here's the cool thing, love celebrates today. If there's anything that people around the world that, that are dissatisfied with life, if there's anything that, they're, that they have not mastered, if they have not mastered how to love, celebrate today. What a thought. The story is on this, on this bed. If you were here last week, if you, were here, weren't, if you were here last week, forgive me for telling the story again, but last week, this little boy was spending the night with his grandmother and uh, uh, he was in the guest room and he kept on falling out of the bed and he'd go running into grandma's bedroom and say, grandma, I fell out of the bed again. She was like, well, darling, let's go back in there. She'd go back there, she'd tuck him back in bed and you know, an hour or two later, he came running out of the bed, guest bedroom and ran into grandma's room. Grandma, I fell out of the bed again. I fell it out. And she's all upset. And so about the third or the fourth time, the grandmother took him back into the guest room. She said, darling, I see the problem. He said, what's that, grandma? She said, you just hadn't got far enough in the bed. Every, every dysfunctional part of my life has not got fully into the love of God. And so when I fall out of the bed <laughs> and deal with whatever, you know, the emotion is of the moment, God says, it's, I see the problem. I see, I see what you're doing. You just haven't got far enough in. So I, I couldn't bring a king-size bed up here, but if we had a king-size bed, let me tell you where to go. Go right to the middle. <laughs> go right smack dab in the middle. And I'm telling you, where should you go with the love of God? Just get right in the middle of it. Get right in the middle of it. That little boy got in the middle of that bed, woke up the next morning, said, Grandma, I slept wonderful. When you told me that I just needed to just get a little bit more into the bed. So when your life feels with the pressure, 
Just make a decision of your heart that there's already enough love on the inside of me that I just need to get deeper in there, more secure in there. Amen. I mean, let me pray over you. Father, I just believe that you're moving in our lives tonight, that the love of God is so good. And so we bless you today, God. Thank you for the love of God that's been poured out into our lives by the Holy Spirit. I, I thank you, God, that you give us just that awareness that when all the things are coming against us, that we just make that decision to go in deeper, to go in more secure, to be more in the middle of that love. In Jesus' name, amen.